But I want us to pray before I, before I uh, start my message. And let's look at Hebrews, our prayer point will be from Hebrews chapter 4, verse 2. <clears throat> Hebrews 4, 2. In fact, let's read from 1 to 2. Hebrews 4, 1 to 2. Therefore, since a promise remains of entering his rest, let us fear lest any of you seem to have come short of it. For indeed, the gospel was preached to us as well as to them. But the word which they had did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in those who had it. What's the prayer point? I want us to close our eyes and just spend a few minutes to say, God, I want the word that will be preached this morning to mix with faith in my heart to produce a great profit. God, please let it enter my spirit. Let it enter my heart that it will profit me. God, we have all spoken to you that the word that you are going to bring to us, that you will be saying to us this morning, let it mix with faith in our heart. Uh, let, it, let, it produce, uh, let, it, let, let it produce a great profit. Let it be effective in our life. Let's enter into it. Let's see it. We, 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 we sang about you are the way maker. And we are looking up to you this year that you will make a way for us. You will open doors unto us. Uh, Lord, please let the word come. Uh, let it abide in us. Let it remain in us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Sorry, I'm using three Bibles. <laughs> it's just because the topic of, of my message is in King James Version. <clears throat> So I'll be reading King James Version for the topic, but I'll be reading NIV <laughs> for the bit that uh, Dami shared at the beginning of the meeting. So let's look at John chapter 5, from verse 5 to 11. I want to start from there. Please, I'll be very, very fast so that I can cover everything. <clears throat> And I want us to also take a response song. I want us to respond uh, after, the, uh, after the message. John chapter 15, from verse 5. What did I say? I wanted to make sure that you are following me. John 15, from verse 5 to 11. Please, this is the word of Jesus. He says, I am divine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, 
Ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you. Wow. And that your joy may be complete. You know, when I look at this, this Bible passage, I'm just so overwhelmed, and I just like God. The first thing God said there in verse 5, he says, I am divine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Please, I want you to take note of what Jesus is saying to you this morning. I am also, um, uh, Joe also brought a word along that line. It's as if God is saying, if you remain in me and I in you, it's like, let's be connected. If you love me, I will love you. If you stay with me, I'm going to stay with you. Ah, let's do this together. There is something about the two of us. Did you see? It says, if you and I, is there something about us? It appears as if Jesus is not seeing himself apart from all of us. He said, there is something. Just remain in me. Don't be a visitor to me. This year, 2023, don't be a visitor. Don't be a stranger to Jesus. He says, remain. What does it mean? It means stay. Remain stable. Be fixed in me. There's something I want to do. There's something you want to do. Let's do it together. I want to be involved in you. You also be involved in my life. Did you see how Jesus was talking? He says, remain in me and I in you. It's as if, look, I want to function with you involved. You also don't function without me involved. So I don't see any control. I don't see any manipulation. I see a flow from me to Jesus. And I see a flow from Jesus to me. So he says, remain in me. Don't go anywhere. One of the things Jesus, God told me several years ago was that, Kofu, everything you need in life and godliness is in my kingdom. You don't need to go to the world system and copy how they do things. You remain in me. Just remain. Ah, I mean, is this what you mean, Jesus? I said, that's what I mean. Just remain. Stay. Abide. What does that mean? It now says, if you do that, please, what is the condition for bearing much fruit? Please go back to verse uh, 5. Emmanuel, verse 5. It says, if you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Excuse me, what is the, what is the condition for bearing fruit? Ha, you mean I don't need to do 20 things? <laughs> you, when I read the scripture, I'm, to be fruitful, to flourish, to blossom, to be productive, to be effective, is not 20 things. It's only one thing, remain. 
That's why I like Jesus. <laughs> you mean that's all I need to do? He said, yes. To be prosperous, what do I need to do? Remain. To be blessed, what do I need to do? To enter into an open door, what do I need to do? To receive my healing in 2023, what do I need to do? To walk and to accomplish my purpose in life, what do I need to do? You know, it's not just you remaining. He is also promising that he's going to remain. Wow, I like that. As an academician, some of you are students to pass your exam. What do you need to do? Remain. To get promotion, what do you need to do? Some of us, we have debts. We have our mortgage. Some of us, we are just saying, God, how do I get out of this finance? This year, financial problem this year. What did Jesus say you should do? Let there be a flow from me to you and you to me. So look at how many times he says remain. Verse 6 says, if you do not remain in me, verse 6 will not happen to us. He says you will be thrown away and wither. So <laughs> you know what I discovered? There's no option for not remaining. <laughs> there's no plan B. There's no option B. I've discovered in my life that there's no option B. You need to take that position. It says, remain in me and I remain in you. Verse 7. So don't let us think about, about fire and being burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you. So are you beginning to see when it says remain in me? What does it mean? It says when my word remains in you. What does that mean? If you remain in Christ... When we see Jesus, we will see his word. When we see his word coming out, we will see Jesus. So when he's saying, remain in me, it means studying his word. Listening to him. What's his lifestyle about this situation? So when he says, remain in me, he says, remain in my word. He says, so that my father will be glorified and all those things. Then, he also said, verse 8, this is to my father's glory, that you bear much fruit. <laughs> you know, I like Jesus. You know, sometimes when I read the Bible, I'm just so happy. If Jesus says you bear fruit, I'll be fruitful, isn't it? He says, that's not my plan for you. You will bear much fruit. You know, I want you to determine. Do I say determine? I want this word to mix with faith in your heart. That what you have accomplished before is nothing. There is much fruit for you to accomplish in 2023. And he's saying that, look, it's not just that you will do it sorrowfully. He says, just as you remain in me, my joy will remain in you. And, and that joy will be complete in you. So three things I saw about remaining. Remain in me. Remain in my word. Remain in my love. Praise the Lord. Now, I want to now illustrate this. Should I illustrate it? I want to illustrate it with 1 Samuel chapter 30. So this is where I'm going to read King James Version. Let's read the story of David. The story of David. First Samuel chapter 30. Let me just read from verse 1. I will be doing that very quickly because of my time. 
Now it came to pass when David and his men were come to Ziglag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziglag and smitten Ziglag and burnt it with fire. Wow. Did you see what these people did? Why David was doing his work? Why David was doing, was moving about, I mean, was doing what he ought to do. People who didn't have any plan for David just came, invaded him, and burnt everything down. Does it seem that your dream has been burnt? Does this seem that your journey in life, there is no way for you to accomplish God's purpose for your life? What God has called you to do, do you think is burnt down and the only thing you see are ashes? And you are saying to yourself, there is no way I can recover. Do you, have you accepted the condition where you are now and you just think, look, everything is burnt? There's nothing I can do about it. The only thing I see is ashes. You have even given up hope about yourself. Some of you, you had dreams. Some of you had dreams that God is going to use you mightily. Some of you had dreams that God will use you to make a lot of money to impact his kingdom. Not just for yourself, please. Some of you, you had dreams that God will use you to heal the sick. But for several years, it, it appears as if it has been burnt. All you see is ashes. Verse 2. And they are taking the women captives that were therein. They slew not any, either great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. Can you see what they did again? Their wives, their children, they carried all of them away. People that are close to you, what is very valuable to you, it has, be, it has been taken away from you. And you are saying, what, what, what will I do now? Now, can you imagine these people? They did not just carry them away. They didn't kill them. Can you imagine what is valuable to you has become some people's, how do I say it now? Pardon? Possession. And they just use it anyhow. You have worked so hard. Can you imagine how long it takes to have a baby? Nine months? I have four kids. I, like I keep telling my wife, we carry the pregnancy together. You can't tell me we didn't carry the pregnancy together. What, what, what do you mean? <laughs> uh, you are shaking your head, dummy. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Women, honestly, women, we respect you. <laughs> yes. Those sleepless nights when you can't lie on your tummy. You know, God, we, women, we really value you. Women in the house, whether you are single, whether you are married. We thank you for what you do for us. One day, my wife said to all of us in the house, <laughs> And the kids, they were very little at that time. She said, I'm going on strike. Ah, please, <laughs> don't go on strike. 
Please, Mr. Zebegi, ah, we are going to behave normally now, please. We won't shout again. If you tell us to do anything, we will do it. <laughs> please don't go on strike like the rail workers. Rail workers, we love you. <laughs> so they carried their wives. Verse 3. So David and his men came to the city and behold, see what they saw. It was burnt with fire and their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captives. Do you think you have been, you are in chains? Do you think you have been taken into captive? I don't know, whatever. Do you think it has been something you have done or you have not done, whether you have sinned or you have transgressed or you have made a mistake? Please, 2023, forget about all those things. Jesus, he says, once you remain in me, look, don't worry. The power of hell cannot withstand the two of us. So when these people came, they took all of them away. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. Can you imagine? So Jamey. <laughs> you know, it appears to me as if, can you imagine sometimes when you see 400 people crying? Their crying became a choir voice. <laughs> One would say, <laughs> and they were making music from their cry. Have you been weeping? Can you imagine the people that I know who normally weep and then they have no more power to weep are children, you know, when they are crying and then they've gotten fed up, they just sleep. <laughs> Men. On the outside, nobody knows you are weeping inside. Nobody knows what is, the pain you are going through. The laws you have gone through. This was what happened to this man. They did not even, you know, even you have come to a situation that you are just saying, I've tried weeping, whether it will solve the problem. It's not solving the problem. I don't even have any power to weep again. And David's two wives were taken captives, you know, verse 6. And David was greatly distressed. You know, I don't like all these things coming on. The old city was burnt down. The wives, the 600 people, their wives were carried away, their sons were carried away, their daughters were carried away. He was weeping until he could not weep again. The next day, he was in distress. Are you in distress? Some of us, when you look back to 2022, you say, wow, this year I, I, I felt a lot of stress. It's not just last year. In the past three, four years, it has been, those four years or three years have been full of stress and distress. For the people spoke of stoning him. Did he, I can't believe this. You know, sometimes when you have a situation, you say, oh, let me try and manage that situation. Another one is coming on top of it. And you just, you just give up. I, I don't know what to do again. His people that were close to him, they wanted to stone him. Because of time, let me just quickly go. Because the soul of all the people was grieved. I don't like all these words. Are you identifying with some of these things? Every man for his sons and daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. Wow. 
The first thing, please, when you face a situation that is stressful, encourage yourself in the Lord. You know, that's why Jesus says, remain in my word. There's something my word will do to you that you cannot comprehend. So the first thing he did, he encouraged himself in the Lord. And David said to Abiasa, the priest, Ahimelech's son, I pray you, bring me either the effort. And Abiasa brought thither the effort to David. And David inquired at the Lord. Let that be your watchword this year. Make it a priority to spend time with God. That's the meaning of remaining in him. Don't be a stranger to God. Can you imagine that every time you come to God, when you have a problem, God says, stranger. God is, can you imagine? God is calling you stranger. You are, his, you are his son, you are his daughter. And God is saying, stranger. Because you are not dwelling with him, you are not remaining with him, you are not abiding in him. So he inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after the troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. Hallelujah. Please, until we got to verse 8, God was there watching David. The house was burnt. He was in distress. The wives were carried away. The children were carried away. They were about to stone him. Everybody was grieved. Nothing happened. Does that not happen? You have prayed. Don't let me say you have prayed. Because sometimes, to be honest with you, some of us, you have not prayed. And you say, God, you know what is happening to me. Why didn't you, why didn't you just do something to rescue my wives? God was there, and their wives were being taken. When the Bible says in Philippians chapter 4, make your request known unto God. Do not be anxious about anything. Let your inquiry, let your prayer be concerning anything, be the first that happens to you. Take it to the Lord in prayer. David went through all those verses without inquiring from the Lord. So when he remembered, you know, is that not what happens? Sometimes when we are even talking to God, we are not talking. We are saying, oh, what is going to happen to me now? You already, you know, we calculate the effect of the situation we are going through. And we become pessimistic. We just give up easily. As soon as David went to the Lord, I can't imagine, with all the calamities that happened to David, God just gave him a one-sentence answer, and that was all. Ah. Sometimes I'm just wondering. You know, that's all it takes to resolve all the issues. Brothers and sisters, all the issues you are going through in life, it only takes God one kairos moment. It only takes God one sentence to finish everything. And he told David, pursue. You will overtake them and you will recover all. Brothers and sisters, this year you will recover all. 
All those things that have been burnt down, you will recover all. Amen. This is not Kofu speaking to you. This is what God says. He says you will surely overtake them. All you need to do is pursue, start again. You will recover, the, the Bible says you will recover most. You will recover some. Do you know, one other thing that I, please, you know, I'm, I'm telling you, the, God didn't say you should bear fruit. He says you will bear much fruit. Do you know that when we are going through a situation, once you get a little bit of answer, what happens to you? You are happy. And you just realize, ah, God has answered my prayer. You have not recovered all. You have only recovered 40% and you are satisfied. Stop it! Keep pursuing until you recover everything. The word of the Lord to you is that that job you are praying for, it will come to you. That financial situation, God says, I'm going to resolve them. That calling, that gift you are asking for, that God, you told me several years ago that I will be a prophet, I will be able to prophesy. I have not done that. I will be able to lay hands on the sick. Brothers and sisters, pursue those things. Don't give yourself any rest until you have seen people being healed. That's what I've told myself. I've told myself that in year 2023, I will bring many souls to the kingdom. I'm just telling you now. I've said, God, I, I want to recover all. People that I need to bless. People that I need to minister to. I want to minister to them. People that I need to share Jesus with. I want to share the pure Jesus. When I'm talking about the pure Jesus, I'm not talking about the utilitarian Jesus. I'm talking about the Jesus that came, that lived, that died, that suffered for us. He rose again. That if you can remain in him, you will bear fruit. That I don't need to tell you 20 ways to bear fruit. All I just need to say, remain in him. Remain in his love. Remain in his word. So, after he did that, verse 9, so David went. What I want you to do in 2023, go. Go and fulfill the purpose of God for your life. Now, let me just read the last thing before the last Bible passage. Okay? In verse 18. Verse 18. And David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away. And David rescued his wives. Verse 19. And there was nothing lacking to them, neither small nor great, neither sons nor daughters, neither spoil nor anything that they are taking to them. David recovered all. Brothers and sisters, you will recover all. If David recovered all, my brothers and sisters, don't recover some. You have failed. Do you know why I can say that? The power of God is going out to make sure that you recover all. Amen. 2023 is a year of recovery. 2023, brothers and sisters, if your fellowship with God has been weak, 2023 is for you to go back to God and recover your Intimacy with the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't go into 2023 
and you are somebody who is a, who, who, who is a meeting attender, church attender, say to yourself, I've got something in me. God did not create a waste. God did not create somebody that should sit down. I'm going to serve God. I'm going to find a way to serve God. And you will recover all. But you know what, Jesus, what God told David? He said, pursue. You will overtake. There's something for you to do. There's something for you to do. Now, let me just go through what God says he's going to do. Then we'll sing a song. I will just read through it. So you have to help me in Psalm 107. And that's the last Bible passage I'm going to read. I will just read through it because of time. Thank you, Kelani, for always uh, prompting me. Yeah. Psalm some so the worship team please if you get yourself ready we're going to sing that we're going to recover all but what are the things we are going to recover Psalm 107 let me read from verse 4 because of time some wandered in desert wastelands finding no way to a city where they could settle they were hungry and thirsty and their lives ebbed away then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble and he delivered them from their distress. He led them by a straight way to a city where they could settle. Let them give thanks to the Lord. As soon as they prayed, these people were hungry. The Bible says they were wondering. They could not find a definition or purpose of their life. As soon as they prayed to the Lord, what did the Bible say? The Lord had them and he rescued them from their distress. Verse 10. Some sat in darkness. Do you think you have been sitting in darkness? You've not seen, seen any light. In utter darkness. Prisoners suffering in iron chains. Because they rebelled against God's command and despised and plans of the Most High. So he did all that. Verse 13. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble. And he saved them from their distress. He brought them out of darkness. God is going to bring you out of darkness this year. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. That darkness of death. That darkness of lack. That darkness of, 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 of being weighed down. God is saying he's going to bring you out of that darkness. Amen. Let me just read the last one. Oh. Verse 17. That's the last one I'm going to read. And then we'll sing together. Okay. Verse 17. Where is verse 17? Some became fools through their rebellious ways and suffered affliction because of their iniquities. Even if it is sin, if you know you have done something wrong with God, God says, I will forgive you. Stop saying it's because of the, my past sins. That's why all these things are following me. They loaded all food and drew near the gates of death. Do you think that you've been thinking about death, that the solution to my problem is death? You're not going to die. You, you, I'm telling you, you won't die. They cried to the Lord in their trouble. What did he do? He saved them from their distress. He sent his word. Are you sick? And he healed them and rescued them from the grave. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love. You know, I like, I, 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 just, I just love the word of God. I love the word of God. Are you... Are you sick? God says he's going to heal you. 
This year, we have to pursue. We must overtake and recover all. Let's sing this song. <laughs>